with Radio On The Go News. Brian Fiancher reporting. An ice storm warning is in effect for Grundy, Hardin, Butler, Franklin counties until noon tomorrow. Total snow and sleet accumulations of up to two inches and ice accumulations near to above one quarter of an inch are possible. Winds could gust as high as 45 miles per hour. Power outages and tree damage are likely due to the ice. Travel is strongly discouraged. A winter storm warning is in effect for Wright, Hancock, Cerro Gordo, and Floyd counties until noon tomorrow. Total snow accumulations of 4 to 10 inches and ice accumulations of around one-tenth of an inch are possible. Winds could gust as high as 40 miles per hour. Travel could be very difficult. Patchy blowing snow could reduce visibility at times. Now this morning, the Iowa Department of Transportation is reporting that Interstate 35 and Highway 65 and 18 are partially covered with snow and have blowing snow. And for the latest on-the-road conditions, go to RadioOnTheGo.com and look under the Weather tab. The Iowa Falls Police Department last night arrested 39-year-old Bradley Starn of Eldora for driving while barred and for a first offense OWI. Starn is being held at the Hardin County Jail. 24-year-old Stephen Allen Tidemanson of Mason City was sentenced Monday for up to 25 years in prison in Saragordo County District Court. This after he entered a guilty plea last month to a charge of attempted murder. The state alleged Tidemanson took a 9mm handgun from another man and shot him in the upper chest with it around 7.35 p.m. on November 29th in the 300 block of 3rd Street Northwest in Mason City. Tidemanson fled the scene that night. Warrants were issued for his arrest. He was apprehended around 1.50 p.m. the next day in the 300 block of 1st Street Southwest. The handgun was also recovered at that time. Because attempted murder is a forcible felony, Tidemanson will be required to serve at least 70% of his sentence before becoming eligible for parole. Monday night, the Hampton City Council held a special session and approved the city's maximum property tax levy for fiscal year 2024. The Hampton Council then held a workshop meeting, discussed a request to vacate the city right-of-way adjacent to the 200 block of 3rd Street Southwest, the consensus of the council was to move forward with the request. The item will be placed on a future council agenda. On Tuesday, March 7th, voters in the North Butler School District will vote on a $12.6 million bond issue that, if approved, would improve learning spaces with extensive renovations throughout the elementary and high school buildings. Some of the renovations include improving outdated classrooms, at the elementary school and improving ventilation in the high school gymnasium. North of Butler Superintendent Mark Olmsted tells Radio On The Go News that while a bond vote in 2021 at the district did not pass, the facility needs have not gone away. Things that we are proposing to do with the March 7th bond vote, if it passes, are really things that are needed and necessary. And the three themes that we focused on are improving the safety in both buildings, improving the health of students and staff in both buildings, and then improving a learning environment in both buildings. And, and I think it's awful hard to argue against those three things. Like I said, the things that we are proposing to do are practical things, the renovation of our classrooms, making our buildings safer, and uh, we feel that our constituents are going to get behind us this time and uh, vote yes, and hopefully we'll have a positive outcome on March 7th. 
The first bond vote in the North Butler School District held in September of 2021 was over for over $19 million. Two measures were on the ballot, each received less than 21% of the vote in favor. Olmstead says since the first bond vote, the school has been reaching out to the community about the importance of this bond vote. I have stopped in every business in both Allison and Green to visit with those business owners about the bond, provide them information. So my goal is to provide everyone with accurate information and encourage everyone to vote on March 7th. And the feedback that I've got is very, very positive. I feel very good about the outcome on March 7th this year due to the ability to go out and just visit with people and make sure they have accurate information so they can make a decision on March 7th. We're also going to probably have some community meetings here in about a week and we'll announce those dates shortly. The tax impact would amount to an additional $11 a month on a home with an assessed value of $100,000. This week is National FFA Week and today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker program was West Fork FFA advisor Caitlin Porter. Talk about the FFA program at West Fork, what activities her students are participating in this year. The Radio On The Go Newsmaker program airs weekdays over the noon hour on KLMJ with archive programs available under the News tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. Weather-related announcements here this morning on KLMJ Radio On The Go. You can find the announcements by going online to RadioOnTheGo.com, looking under the Weather tab. These are all school-related announcements, and all of these schools are closed today. AGWSR, Applington Parkersburg, Belmont Clemmy, Clearing Goldfield Dows, Clarksville, Dyke New Hartford, Grundy Center, Hampton Dumont Cal, Iowa Falls Alden, Nashua Plainfield, North Butler, Rudd Rockford Marble Rock, St. Paul Lutheran School in Latimer, South Hardin and West Fork. All of those schools are closed for today. The high in the past 24 hours here at our studios, 26 and the low of 11. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.